Hello, everybody, and welcome to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. My name is Brad Shattuck, and I am your host. This podcast is about my personal experiences, stories, and events with dealing with borderline personality disorder, otherwise known as BPD. My experiences with BPD is due to my wife, now ex-wife, who I have been with for 34 years, was diagnosed with BPD in 2012. And I want to share my experiences with you so that if you are someone who has somebody in your life with BPD, that you may relate to what I'm saying along with my personal tips and suggestions that may or may not work in your specific situation. And if you are someone who has been diagnosed or think you may have BPD, that you may recognize the signs and understand the havoc and turmoil that it can have around people that are involved in your life. Let me caution you that I am in no way qualified or certified in the field of mental health and that my personal suggestions are merely my personal opinion and do not recommend that anybody take any mental health therapy into their own hands, but to personally seek out the help from a professional in the field of mental health. And furthermore, if you are a couple, you might even consider counseling to help further your relationship a little bit better. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. My name is Brad Shattuck, and I'm your host. Today's episode is extremely special. It's something completely new um, from all my other episodes because it is a reconnection between me and my wife. Um, The longest we've been back together since our divorce um, four years ago. Currently, we've been back together for six weeks consistently, and I wanted to tell you about some of the ups and downs and experiences of our reconnection, and uh, hopefully you might be able to resonate with um, some of the experiences, and maybe um, you might be able to apply them to your own life, and uh, see what happens. So again, thank you for listening, and let's get on with the episode. Hello, everybody, and again, thank you for listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. My name is Brad Shattuck, and I'm your host, and I apologize for not um, putting out any new episodes lately, um, in the last six weeks, to be more exact, and this is primarily because I wanted to give it a little time, at least a month, um, to be able to put an episode together with valuable information and experiences. And um, over the past four weeks, I didn't think there was really enough. Um, But today, definitely marked um, where I can give a lot of information after, um, especially last night where there was a a huge blowout. Um, And also, I want to apologize ahead of time if you hear a lot of starting and stopping on the recording. Uh, That is because uh, I'm in a separate room, um, which she doesn't know that I'm recording, and if I do hear a comment, I'm going to pause the recording, so I apologize for that ahead of time. So anyways, where do I start? <laughs> Six weeks ago, actually, let me back up a little bit. Um, over the past at least oh, almost four years, anytime that I came back in, um, 
I think the longest mark was about a month. And then it got shorter and shorter. Um, it'd be a week. Um, then it would be down to sometimes days, sometimes a day before there'd be a blowout um, or an episode and uh, she'd make me leave. So, again, fast forward to six weeks ago. I think one of the contributing factors is I just bought a car and um, uh, it was a Saab and when I bought it, it needed a new turbo. So I put it in the shop right away, got the turbo repaired and um, six weeks ago, uh, excuse me, no, this is only probably about three weeks ago, sorry. Um, there's a major malfunction with the uh, engine, so I ended up uh, selling the car and in the process of looking for another one. Uh, so the past two weeks I've been without a vehicle, so I think that was one of the um, <laughs> factors of being here because there would have been a few times I would have left um, when she had told me to. Um, and, and the other, you know, I'd say probably in the past year, I had wonder. I said, you're always so quick to say, get out. Now, I enabled before by not leaving. And that just constantly made her say, leave, get out. So I told her, I said, I'm not going to allow you to say it over a day, over two days, three days of keep getting out, getting out. You say it once, and I'm leaving. So I'd say probably about a dozen or more occasions the minute she said get out, I grabbed my bags and I left and went home, which is an hour away. Um, I even had one day I came up here. I wasn't even up here for eight hours. She told me to leave. I grabbed my stuff and I left. So, uh, I almost had no choice since my uh, car's engine had major malfunctions. So, you know, when she says leave now, which is been more she's taken advantage of that fact um i haven't been able to so i just told her too bad i'm down and out and you know it'd be extremely hard for me to get right back home so no i'm not going anywhere so let's uh get back to the last six weeks i would say the first couple of weeks to be honest with you was incredibly awesome um we got along great talked about a lot of problems got a lot of stuff off our chest had some heart-to-heart -heart talks and um, as you all know people with BPD one of their biggest fears is abandonment so many ways you know there's a little bit of uh, spats here and there but nothing like in the past you know uh, four years um, with major blowouts um, honestly, I believe one of the main reasons is, is she's been staying in her, uh, mother's home, um, for the past four years. Um, her mother had passed away and she's got, uh, five other siblings and it's going through probate court and finally got approved and she's literally got to look for a place to live and she has no income, no money saved and she got excluded from the will, um, for personal reasons, but I won't get into. That's her business. Um, so I obviously offered uh, any of my resources and money to help her out. Um, like I said before, she divorced me. I didn't divorce her. I still hold true to my vows, and I definitely wouldn't abandon her. Um, 
But like I was saying, that people with BPD, the biggest fear is the fear of abandonment. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, I told her, I said, you know, why do you consistently tell me to leave? You know, what, knowing that there is nobody else willing to help you, and even if the few people that could offer don't have the resources or the money to help you. And she broke down and she said, you know, I have a fear of abandonment, so I figure if I push people out, they don't have the chance to abandon me. I can deal with it on my own terms rather than being caught on uh, caught off guard. And she broke down and cried, and of course I broke down and cried. And I said, this is the first time you ever admitted that to me, even though I've known it, it was nice to hear her speak from her heart. And we had heart-to-heart -heart talk all night long, literally from like 10 at night till like 5 in the morning. And I'd say probably two weeks straight after that, we got along, you know, really good because we had that heart-to-heart -heart talk. Um, and I thanked her, you know, um, every day, uh, telling her I love her and that I appreciated her opening up to me. And I told her, I said, just like you asked me eight years ago, you said, don't ever abandon me. And I asked, you know, why would you say that? Not knowing, um, you know, that was one of her fears. I didn't know too, too much about BPD. And uh, she said she don't know. She just had a feeling inside that everybody was going to abandon her, including me. And I never did, uh, haven't, and never would. And uh, anyways, so... You know, like I said, there's been spats here and there, um, but nothing like before, um, except last night. You know, I'll admit that there's a lot of things that she'll do that, you know, in the past would either set off her uh, to have an episode or, um, you know, um, or some kind of comments or fights. And one of it used to be when I'd listen to music. Um, she would either say, I love the song because I was singing to it, because it might have reminded me of somebody, um, another woman, or um, she didn't like the words to it, or part of her paranoia. She said, I was playing it loud for the lady neighbor to hear, and last night we were listening to music, and we had it on the Bluetooth speaker, and she asked me to, on one song, um, could I turn it down? And immediately I thought, here's the start of an episode. So I said, no, nah, I'll just shut it off. And that started the fight. But, you know, she's blaming it on me that, you know, that I started it. And I'll admit I kind of did. But at the same time, I was trying to, um, it was the fear of, you know, an episode coming on. Or uh, at the same time, you know, I thought an episode had already set in. So I got angry and I, I unplugged it. And that set off a full episode, and with it, uh, like in one of my other episodes, I said, you know, she's like a broken record when we argue, brings up the same things, how much she hates my mother, and how I was never financially responsible, and I made her lose things in the past, and other, you know, disgusting sexual comments, and it, it just went on and on, and I looked at her, and I said, you know what, we've gotten along so great, I said, I'm not saying I won't ever forgive you, but I'm never going to forget the things you said, never. And, you know, since I've been back up here, um, the love between us has gotten stronger, and the lovemaking has been incredible. It's been 
great while doing it, um, excuse my language, and it's been very frequent, which, you know, any man wouldn't complain, um, especially me, because I said it before, I think she's absolutely gorgeous, and um, she's got a sexy body, especially for her age. She's 50 years old, and, you know, you'd swear she was in her 30s. Again, I had to pause my recording a few times, and again, I apologize for that. But I want to say overall, these past six weeks have been the happiest I've been in almost five years. You know, four years since I divorced, and then ten months of separation before that. Um, you know, people always ask me, why do you keep going back to her? She's so fucking crazy. And I said, you know what? No, she's not crazy. She has a disorder. You know, that's like telling somebody in a wheelchair, hey, you're a burden. I hate having to push you around all the time. You know, um, you know, people saying, you know, why, why do you keep going back to somebody in a wheelchair? And like I said before, in our vows, when we said it for better, for worse, sickness and in health, that sickness doesn't always necessarily stereotypically mean, you know, a physical ailment, you know, a mental sickness. You know, I don't care what it is. And the thing is, what really sucks is what killed me last night is hearing those things come out of her mouth hurt me so bad. I just sat in the other room. I tried not responding, and I cried because I said, God, why? She's such a good woman. She's got a heart of gold. And when we get along, we get along like teenagers in love. But when we fight, it's horrible. And I said, God, why? Why did you instill such a good woman with such a bad disorder? You know, especially with, you know, I think it's only 16% of women <clears throat> have BPD. And the thing is, I, I said before, I should play the lottery. If I've got a 16% chance out of all the women in the U.S., the, the one I pick has BPD. But, you know, we just had our 29-year wedding anniversary on August 16th. And that's also marks being together 34 years. That's a long time to be with somebody just to give up on them. And especially just because they have a disorder. You know, because w without her disorder, we get along great. You know, we have little arguments here and there, but we don't have fights. When, when, when she's not in an episode, we really don't. We do not fight. Like I said, we have little arguments. But other than that, our relationship, so many people have said, you know, we have such a good relationship. When we're in love... We look, you know, like teenagers, we, you know, we play around, we kiss, we cuddle. You'd never know that we've been together 34 years. And, you now just to add in my oldest son, who just turned 31, August 15th, stopped over here, and he was angry because he said his mother texted him and was telling him all about our arguing, and I told her, why get our kids involved, especially if they're not here? They don't need to know any of our personal business. All it does is get them upset. You know, growing up, they had to deal with it. They shouldn't have to deal with it now. But anyways, I apologized to him, and, you know, I said she shouldn't have gotten you involved. But anyways, I'm not going to make this an extremely long episode because it's hard to record around her and having to keep starting, stopping and starting the, the episode. But... I just wanted to thank all my faithful listeners, and like I said, um, I didn't purposely not try to put an episode out, but 
you know, it's hard to record around her. So it's not like when I'm at home. And at the same time, I wanted to build up, you know, some uh, information that I could pass on to you in this episode. But anybody out there, if you have somebody with uh, BPD, just give it the best you can. I know not everybody has a tolerance as high as I do or the faithfulness, but if they're a good person underneath, deal with the good and the bad. You know, I can't say it to everybody because some people may say, you know, I have the right not to deal with it, and you do. But if you're faithful as I am, I have never cheated on my wife. I love her with all my heart and soul. I'd die and I'd kill for that woman. She's just the best thing that ever happened to me. And I'll take the good with the bad. And that's what love is all about. And when you marry somebody, you marry them for life. And you stick by your vows. Not because you have to, but because you want to. Nobody force, forces anybody to say the vows. But you know what? If you're going to say them, you better stick by them. Otherwise, your word meant shit from the beginning. And you know what? If your word meant shit on a marriage, your word is shit on anything else. But anyways, like I always say, if you have somebody in your life with BPD, love them as much as you can because they find it so hard to love themselves. Thank you again for listening, and I'll put some more episodes out in the near future. Thank you again for listening. Have a great day. Have a great life.